decision. I want to win championships. I want to win bowl games. What else is better place to do it in your city? The power of home represents something. The DMV, like you try to explain it to people that aren't from there, and it's hard to explain it. That thing we talk about, Maryland Pride, is real. And today, we're going to play with Maryland Pride. He's got to go! Touchdown, Maryland! The Terrapins have one last shot at winning this game. Three seconds, two seconds, one second, throws it up. Money! And he got it! And the Terrapins win at the buzzer! Oh, Stevie Francis, showtime. Oh, man, what a play by Fias. Holy cow. Maryland hits the road to beat Penn State. Maryland pulls off the upset. They have defeated number one, and the celebration is on. And the kids have done it. Maryland wins their first ever national championship. Holding up Indiana, 64 to 52, and let's listen and look at the celebration. Be not afraid of greatness. Some are born great. Some achieve greatness. And others host college sports and recruiting podcasts. You're listening to IMS Radio at InsideMarylandSports.com. Your hosts, Jeff Ehrman, Paul Douglas, and Larry France. Guys, we are almost halfway through the season, which is exciting. It also makes me sad in a way. Wait it's weird, right? Year. You wait so long. It's so fast. It really does feel like it just started, and then you're kind of like, oh, well, Maryland's four and one. Well, shit, they only played 12 games. <laughs> like, where did this thing go already? But, um, you 13, know, I, I. 13. 13 weeks, 12 games. They'll, they'll play their 13th game in, hopefully in January, but probably in late December. Yes. Um, you never know. Um, in, but in yeah, Nashville, hey. In Nashville, right? We're going to speak that, speak that live show into existence. Well, we might be, might be, maybe they win this week, and we're aiming a little too low with the with Valid. the Nashville thing, right? So, Valid point. Yeah, I need to update that. Before that you do that, is everybody getting a little carried away here? The four and one, awesome. Everybody's talking about they're going to be nine and one going into Ohio State. I'm like, <clears> they'll, slip up, and, they'll slip up somewhere on the way to that, but they're yes. not getting too excited because the schedule is just everything's coming up Millhouse. Yeah, but right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think there's a couple things involved, right? You know, obviously the performance at Michigan makes you think, okay, maybe this team can actually play against that level of competition. You know, they they had a game against Michigan State, which felt like a giant trap game to me, which Jeff talked about. It was a desperate team for a coach that they like. It's, they're struggling, got some guys back from injury, but Maryland handled their business and really beat them way better than the score indicated. And then, like you said, I mean, if you look at the schedule right now, Purdue is better than two and two, but they're not a world beater either, right? So you look at them, you've got at Indiana. Indiana looks like dog shit. You know, Northwestern's worse than Indiana is. I mean, you can you can envision a scenario. Wisconsin just fired their coach. Just fired their coach. Wisconsin might be Virginia Tech from the bowl game last year where nobody on the team cares. They're playing with the skeleton crew that, Coaches are looking at uh, Indeed.com on their phones at halftime for their next job, right? I hope so, but 
Leonard loves that job and he loves that place. It's I, it could be bad for Maryland if they made this change at the time they yeah. made it. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe, sure, but like, I, I can't imagine that's a happy locker room right now. I mean, Chris was the one who recruited those guys, and it wasn't like they were falling on their faces. They just weren't having a Wisconsin normal level season to this point. I, I don't know. I, I can't. I, I, I don't think it's a good thing. They might just end up being as good as they should be. And yes, I guess that's bad for Maryland, but I. I, I can't imagine if they stuck with Chris, unless there's something deeper going on in that program that we don't know about, that they would have turned it around to some. Yeah, I, I mean, they're not they're not going like three and nine, dude. I haven't read up on that firing a lot, but he had a lot of success there. Something had to be going on behind the scenes to can a guy who's been really good that quickly. Something was going it, down. But it has been <laughs> fading a little bit, and then I think. Because they're not the sort of juggernaut in the West that they had been. And they had been to a level where they were close to, like, national playoff level and not quite get there, but always the best team in the West. But that's not the case anymore. And then I think a lot of it is Bielema came in and kicked their ass. And that is painful to them. That probably didn't help. (laughs) Here, I'm looking it up. They were – so past they've been nine and four, four and three COVID year, ten and four, eight and five, thirteen and one, eleven three, and ten and three. Like that's that's ridiculous. That's what so, I'm saying. They yeah. were playoff contender for a while there. I mean, Chris was anyways, uh, but either way, as we discussed at the game on Saturday, uh, this is the best chance Maryland will have to give them a game since joining the Big Ten. That's the only team that I can that I can recall unless there's somebody in the West they only played once or whatever that they have not been able to either beat or put a scare into Ohio State obviously the overtime game they've beaten Penn State Michigan now Michigan State or already they had beaten them once Wisconsin they haven't competed with yet yeah 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 I mean I I think there's a lot of optimism for for a number of decent reasons you know, you've got a, a pretty senior-laden group. It, it feels like a team that's feeling itself a little bit. And usually what happens is Maryland feels itself in September, gets to October, and gets bitch-slapped. But, I mean, this time against Michigan State, they got it done. We'll see what happens this week. I think my – I would say that I am cautiously optimistic. I think I, if they take care of business on Saturday is when you can start to maybe maybe dream a little bit and not not be one of those Maryland fans that does it every, you know, fourth week of September before the, you know, house comes crashing down. And aside from the win-loss record, I do kind of have a feeling that this might be the first Maryland team that might go the whole season without getting blown out. Ohio State, obviously, we'll see. Maybe they have a bad game in one of these other games that we're assuming they're going to win. But I think the makeup of this team with the experience and with them gaining confidence from this 4-1 and start – I think they might have a chance to not have one of those complete disaster games that they've had every year. You guys want to see, I continue to collect the analytics every week. Do you want to see what that looks like? Right yeah. Now? I bet they're, bet they're looking pretty, pretty sweet right now. Right. One second. So this is what it looks like right now. I continue to up my update, my percentages here. Do you guys want to do that? You yeah. still have, you still have the same. Yeah, let's update ours. No, 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 no. I don't think anybody should be updating anything. Larry well, just he already did. He already did his, though. So. That's the whole point of it. You cheating ass. How is it cheating? 
That's the whole point. You, the whole you, point of pricking the, predicting the season before the season starts and then seeing how your predictions worked out. We have it here. We have it here. Oh, you've got the originals in there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It. Okay, well, why don't we right. get to change right, ours Purdue, then? That's crap. Jeff, Purdue, what's your percent chance? Um, Jeff and Paul. 64%. Okay, Paul, you lowered by 1%. One percent. Did I? I didn't even look at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were at sixty-five already. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. I wasn't even looking. <laughs> I'm, I'm less confident. Their left backup left guard's been looking good in practice. So that's right. That's right. I, I don't no, I, I would. I, I would stick with sixty-five. That's probably a little bullish, okay. but that's Indiana, fine. Jeff, you had fifty before the year. Now what? Sixty-five again. Okay, Jeff, Indiana. Sixty-five again. No, sorry, Paul. I would. I would. I, I, would I did that last week too. I called, yeah, you did. Just stop I Jeff twice. Hey, man, I'm unforgettable. I'm. I'm just. <laughs> you're. I'm you're getting something. old. Getting old. I'm working hard. My brain isn't what it used hey, to be. Speaking of getting old, my friend Bailey from the tailgate just asked how many fireball shots I did before IMS Radio. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> we were talking to Bailey at at the tailgate. Yeah, and all yeah. game long. Those are the sure. first shots I've done in a minute. I'm not a big shot guy. All right, Paul, Indiana. Dude. Shot. Yeah, I hear you. We, I did. I was drinking scotch. Oh, old line tailgate. Let's plug it again because we love the old line tailgate. At, in lot one, it's over kind of by. If you park at the church lot and walk across the road, it's kind of the first big tailgate you see. Right at the Massive stadium tents, drive, or, uh, campus drive entrance. Twenty five bucks. It's all you can eat and drink. It's got a great selection of liquor. Ben Page is the man. A lot of people there. It's a lot of energy and excitement. So. Yeah, if you don't you don't have a tailgate home, that's a great place to go. Old I mean, it's line. just. Did you have a website or anything? Yeah, old line tailgate. I don't know if it's oldlinetailgate.com, but you'd be able to you'd be able to Google it. Charity work too. He gets kids to kids to the game who might not be able to make it otherwise. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. That. Everything he does is yeah. So I said, if there were a couple thousand more of him, Maryland be in good shape. All right, Paul, Indiana. Um, I'm gonna. I like I like sixty percent. I, I like where I was before. It's a road game, even though they're not good. It's still road game. Northwestern, Jeff. Oh man, Northwestern's got to be. Wait, that one's on the road, right? No, that's home. Ninety. Okay, ball. Yeah, eighty-five for me. At Wisconsin, Jeff. Mm, did I really have a fifty already? Wow, I'm surprised. No, Larry did. No. Uh, I I mean, I have oh, Larry. Now. Oh, I got you. Okay. I've um, it every week. Yeah, I'm going to say still. What did I have? You erased it before I looked. 15. 15. Yeah, I got to go way up on that. I'm going to say 39. Okay. Ball? I'm going to go to 40. It's still Wisconsin. Until they Price. do it, I'm not going to believe it. Price is right. At Penn <laughs> State, Jeff. Hmm. You, you erased it before I could see it again. What was that? 30. 30. Um, go below 35. Paul? Damn it. I sound like a cheater, but yeah, 35. I, I'll, I'll bet a little bit, but still, that's a tough one. Ohio State, Jeff. You had 20. <clears throat> uh, 23. Paul? I'm bullish on this one, and I'll, I'll stay there. I'll stay at 35. 35. Wow. Okay. Rutgers, Jeff. 
Um, 85. Okay, and Paul? Bump me up to 80. Oh, and I've got to give you guys wins for Michigan State. I forgot to do that, too. So now you guys are – look at how – 88, 7.3. Wow, that's crazy. ESPN, 8.38. Massey, 7.65. Team rankings, 8.06. I know there's other sites like BCF Toys, and I don't have a, a subscription to S&P, but, you know, there's lots of other sites too, but I'm sure they're not that much different. These are analytics sites. This is everybody. This is everybody else besides IMS. All those, sites, all those sites projecting eight wins now, we're at like – yeah, oh, 5.6 whatever, like a month or so ago. Yeah. Team rankings, 98.1% of the bowl, which, yeah, obviously. PFF as uh, – oh, I think they have Maryland down to 33 now. Uh, 8.3 wins and 98% on PFF. And then here's team rankings percent chance at each record. And look at this, 9-3 and three, higher than 7-5. and five. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's it's again. I I think it's a lot more about the way the Big Ten looks right now than it it does about Maryland. I think Maryland's kind of just about what we expected them to be, but the Big Ten is very much not. Um, and I think when you get some of these Big Ten programs when they're on maybe not not a great year, and you're you've got a pretty good team. You know, changes the whole function around. I mean, if, if Maryland went eight and four this year, I don't think there's anybody to be unhappy with that. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, it's all about these next three games. Can you get all three of them? Can you get two and one is acceptable enough? But if you get all three, I think that's when you can that's when you can start to start to really dream a little bit. Yeah, and for the people on the radio, I didn't say the actual percentages for the record, so I'm gonna do that because I, I get that comment a lot. When uh, I talk about things on the YouTube and then the people listening can't see. So four wins is 0.2%. Five wins is 1.7%. Six wins, 8.1% chance. Seven wins, 21.2%. Eight wins, eight and four is the most likely at 31.4% chance. Nine and three, a 26% chance. That's pretty good. 10 and two, a 10.3% chance. And 11 and 1, 1.2%. So there you go for the people listening. That's what we you'll were just You'll take a 1 in 10 shot at 10 wins if you're a Maryland fan. Absolutely. Yeah. Every that time. Normally, that percentage yeah. normally has an extra zero there after the, after the <laughs> dot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> at least one. Yeah. Yeah, but still, I mean, at Mar- Maryland's – and uh, again – I don't know what it, it's just like the month of October that scares me because it feels like every September is like Maryland's football season. It's like, hey, boys, did three and one this year? Great season. See you next time, you know, because Maryland's about to go one and seven. But it feels different this year, and, and it's nice to have that feeling. Yeah. At the, at this point, I feel like we're pretty safe from that, um, and that's that's new. <laughs> I mean, since we've been in the Big Ten, at least, or at least you know those those first couple of years were weird because. Penn State and uh, Michigan State were or Michigan were so down, yeah. but I mean this is this is really it's it's a time to be legitimately optimistic. And uh, they said it's been a while. So we got a question in the chat room: Is the Purdue quarterback still hurt, Aiden O'Connell? I think he'll play. I, yeah, he played last week. He's going to play, but yeah. is he going to? Oh play? yeah, he's hurt. But and last week was the first time in thirty-five games that he did not throw a touchdown. So maybe he's you know not. 
close to 100%. And Paul, as, as our resident political expert, every time someone abbreviates his name by just using his initials, you're thinking of a different AOC, aren't you? <laughs> I, I sort of got to see it. I'm like, wait, what? I'm <laughs> like, oh, Aiden O'Connell. Alex O'Connell, the Duke guy, is trying to last year, right? Oh yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, where I just he turned into AOC during the saga of his recruitment on the on the side. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's a little different, a little not different quite, vibe. Not quite the same. By the way, everybody in the chat room, got a bunch of people watching. If you have questions, let us know. Uh, we don't have a guest this week, so we'll have a little extra time for that. Throw some recruiting questions at Jeff if you want. He loves that, especially when you make them to force them to make predictions. Yeah, you can ask him how he guaranteed Derek Queen last week. I mean, that and was now, big news. Yeah. And now, if we're going to transition to basketball, what's happening with Derek Queen, Jeff? So he came out yesterday, or excuse me, he came out uh, Tuesday and said that he was not planning on reclassifying. He said pretty strongly that he was not, which has been, <clears throat> aside from whether he'll come to Maryland, has been the other biggest part of that story I'm still not 100% buying in because when you're a guy like him and that top 20 big man, A, you can start making money in, in college now, and B, you want to expedite the process of trying to get to the NBA. So most of the kids, who, when there's the buzz about reclassifying, it's usually where there's smoke, there's fire. He said he's not, so take him at his word for now. Um, he's visiting Maryland this month, obviously. Uh, could, could it be a negotiating ploy, Jeff? Because that is the first thing I thought. Hey, that's possible. You know, it's possible. He's got people around him who are advising him. I'm and, not, uh, yeah, I'm not coming. But then, oh, you're offering me X amount of money. Okay, yeah, I'll come. Right? Like, I think it's possible. I don't know if Maryland's desperate to have him next year. They'll be happy to have him either year. But if you're Kevin Willard, I'm sure you'd obviously like to have him. Of course. Speed up the rebuild. Um so Maryland, obviously, he, he he visits Maryland this month. He did a visit to Indiana. Uh, Arizona's in the mix and Auburn. So I think it's going to be a while before we know anything, you know, real substance with him. I do worry that someone's just going to outpay Maryland and that's the end of it. When you're talking about Auburn and Alabama, or excuse me, Auburn and Arizona, those schools, they paid a lot of NIL money before NIL existed. <laughs> <laughs> way, ahead. Way, ahead. way ahead of the game right yeah. there are visionaries on that stuff so, yeah. uh, it's legal now that's one word for it yeah yeah you better believe that they're going to be shelling out some serious cash like it's one thing when people do it i don't have a problem with people getting paid but when it's against the rules and only some people are doing it then it's a problem of course well right? so still, you want everybody to be playing by the same rules it's it's still that way to some extent, though, because when you look at how Maryland does it, they're not like, hey, buddy, here's a million bucks. Yeah, but- if you look at, you know, they're, they're doing it by the book. They're like, when you come, you'll have opportunities. I'm sure they discuss amounts, but it's not the same as like Miami, where it's just like, hey, here's for uh, Nigel Pack, that ba- basketball transfer from Kansas State, just openly giving him 800 grand to come there. It's not it's not yeah, quite but like that's that. a choice. And it's within the rules now. So I don't have as much issue with it. No, it's not. It's not as egregious as it if was. that's what they want to do, then they're allowed to do it. Like there's, they're making a choice to do that, and everyone is allowed to do the same thing. So I don't have as much issue with it. Yeah. When when some people were trying to play by the rules or play closer to the rules, like 
that was when it was a problem. Yeah. Duke Duke wants to buy Chris Duhon a car or buy Carlos Boozer a car and give Chris Duhon's mom a job. They can do that now. Back then, though, that wasn't. Yeah, fair. I mean, I, I I kind of feel the same way. Like again, we've talked about whether it's sustainable or long term. I don't know about that, but I'd I'd still rather read an article about how Miami legally paid a kid a million dollars to show up rather than just like all of us, like hint hinting to each other about how this school's doing this or also, this school's doing that. Too. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, so so it is taxes and like all other kinds of shit. Right. Right. You know, or is, is it like, Oh, no incomes, no, you know, state income tax in Florida. Maybe that makes sense. Right. Yes. I, I don't know. Yeah. You got to start thinking about that. Right. You know, then you like, a, you know, get a family accountant or something, but I, I'd certainly rather it be this way than like the way that schools are just doing all types of dirty, nasty shit behind the scenes. And yeah. I'm sure there still is some of, of that going is. on, but like, you know, if it's just like, Hey, this kid wants 500 K, can we do that? You know, that makes it, I imagine that's to make it a little bit easier on the coaches and the programs just to be like, all right, that's in our ballpark. You know, maybe we can make yeah. that work or just, Hey man, that's not what we do here. Good luck. Yeah. I can move some, on. We're right? getting some good questions in the chat room. So I'm going to start really laying some of those and everyone feel free to just add on to that. But a nice, a funny comment, funny, but also thought provoking. If you're getting paid 800 K, do you still have to go to class? Good question. Do you? Again, it depends what school you're at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess technically, yeah, you need to still be in good standing academically, but. I mean, when, when, what was the last <laughs> player you can remember, like, not being academically eligible for basketball? Craig. There you go. <laughs> Of course, it was at Maryland. Yeah, but yeah, you know, twenty years ago, right? So, a couple other questions in the chat. Muhammad Diabate chances Jeff. Um, kind of, I think good, but I should hopefully be catching up with him uh, in the next day or so to get a get a feel for where, where things stand because he's supposed to announce fairly soon. He hasn't set a date, but now the the visits are done. Um, so, you know, when I spoke with him and for what I've gathered, it's felt like they've had as good a chance as anybody, but uh, you, he hasn't really tipped his hand. Paul and I were talking about this last week before you got on because you were late, remember? When you were like... You yes, know, remember? Remember, drink, Jeff? You were drinking, Remember when you were late? Just drinking alcohol, forgot like, to sign on. Like, high school all over again. Yeah. yeah sneaking a couple so, fireball shots before you got we were, on. I understand. We were talking about... Now I forget what I was even talking about because I went on the <laughs> Something about um, Diabate. About Diabate. Oh, can you get him to commit live on the show? That's what I want. I want yeah, to I heard you guys talking about that while I was you were trying to get fix my computer. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so because the thing is, like 10 years ago, that was a thing. I'm pretty sure we, we did something. I don't remember. We, we never had anybody about, do that. Yeah, a long time ago, somebody announced live even before this. It was – but um no because the kids are too savvy they know that if they agree to announce on a maryland podcast that everybody is going to know they're going to maryland nobody goes on a maryland podcast to announce for alabama so i think most of them are too smart to do that because they all want some suspense but i mean i can always ask I'll, I'll, I'll try do we need to bring up the antonio logan l story when you say that no no we don't <laughs> we do not <laughs> live through that a long, uh, long enough but I mean, I mean, that's the funny thing, though. I mean, 
there are so many outlets now too, you know, it seems like everybody gets to have their kind of ESPN moment, whether, you know, it could just be on, you know, some random YouTube channel or, you know, 24 seven's done a lot of stuff like that for these guys, which has been great, you know, but like there's an audience for it. So, you know, every kid gets to have their little, you know, put on the hat moment and they're not, they're not taken that away by, (laughs) by talking to us. Logan L was at a Maryland establishment, but it wasn't a university of Maryland. You know, yeah, but Ralph Regan's like wife was there and all these. Oh, yeah, well, that was that was well, they, but was, funny thing, I, I still talk to his high his high school coach over the years would tell, would tell me how much he re- resented that and all this. Well, it's, that's uh, Charles people. Harley, right? Who works yeah, for the program. Now works for, he now works for Maryland. He took a job uh, for Loxley, working for Loxley about a month ago. But uh, yeah, that was an epic. If we ever do a top 10, which I've meant to do top 10 craziest recruiting sagas or something like that, which I don't know how I haven't done that at this point. Maybe I've done something similar, but that Jawad was Williams. Yeah. Jawad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great like summer article, man. Like, like you've, you know, do the top 10 recruiting fiascos. I can't believe I haven't done it. It's way better than 90% of the other summer lists I do. Of oh yeah. What about shooting what guard in Maryland history? The, the football player who committed via the rocket ship out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. even, yes. Even Durkin didn't know it was happening. I forget his name. He was <laughs> yeah. running back. Well, uh, he never stepped foot on campus. So, like, Durkin didn't know. But it was Central like Florida or somewhere and he like was that. was actually highly rated. So it was pretty cool. Well, he never had grades to go anywhere, I think. And that was yeah. that was oh. part of it. But like, we've. I mean, we uh, just off the top of my head, you got Jawab's mom's car breaking yes. down. Yes, of course. You've got the Logan L thing. You've got the um, uh, the twins that went to Kentucky. The, um, yes, I was going to bring them Keldon up. Johnson to some extent. I mean, if people don't Keldon. know behind the scenes thing, um, he, was, he was already committed, and then he wanted to do it on ESPN. In those few days between then and the announcement, Calipari decided he wanted him. That one wasn't a public fiasco, but. One that worked out in Maryland's favor, but was still kind of crazy, was Anthony McFarland with the two-hour-long yes. Instagram <laughs> thing. Snapchat, it was Snapchat, Snapchat, and and the and and to be fair to Ant, like it was like a sixty-second video, but Snapchat was the one that oh, put it out God. in like six seconds every fifteen minutes or something. Yeah, it literally it was, went for eight hours. Someone yeah, saying I mean, Johan Dotson also. I don't remember that. What was the Jahan Dotson? Well, well Do- it, it was uh, Devin, Devin Dotson. Oh, Devin Dotson. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was they another one. Put out some, uh, they put out some BS about – because all, all along I was like, Maryland is out of it. And then about two hours beforehand, they threw some uh, familiar channels. They put out some BS about Maryland just to try to build up some hype. Uh, and I they, they invited Aaron Wiggins to the announcement – they told Wiggins it was Maryland. They told a couple other Maryland friendly people it was Maryland. Those people told me. So I was like, I'm hearing, you know, last minute it could be Maryland. And uh, I was total BS. Obviously. Just to build suspense for the announcement. Yeah. Terrell Lewis did that to us too. Yes. Right. Jay yep. Sean Barham. St. John's. And that went in Maryland's favor, but that was kind of crazy too. Rakim Jarrett. Rack, yeah, Rack was a was yeah. a good one. I mean, that just came out of nowhere. That was I mean, a stunner. Yeah. I, I had no clue yeah. that was coming. They're mad yes. at you so we've, mentioning the twins, Paul. Look, man, it happened. And I and I'll never forget sitting in that bar in um 
uh, in Brooklyn when we played Kentucky the next year and uh, Worldwide West was sitting there talking with uh, with Bino and he's like, dude, y'all never had a chance. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> you can do that, man. <laughs> I remember there was this whole speculation because I think didn't Turgeon fly out on the jet to go see them in person and there was all this speculation. I remember people saying, you you commit in person and you decline on the phone. So everybody's like, yeah. he's flying out on the jet. And we, they and we must we, be committing. We had a great, like, you know, check in the tail number, you know, over the private jet and all that <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah. that was a good one. Somebody in the chat mentioned Calvin Ashley. That's the kid that oh, Auburn, yes. like, literally, they, like, literally flew that his ass out one. of town. So he wouldn't commit to Maryland. And naturally, he didn't end up uh, doing anything he, in college. He was garbage. Yeah, he was That's bad. What you, I mean, that is, there's a far higher bust rate with guys who do these, do the drama. Do of the, course. With, um, with football, I would argue. Yeah, I mean, football, it's a higher bust rate, period. But, like, I think especially with these guys who do these fiascos. I mean, a lot of the basketball kids that we missed out on were really good college basketball players. Yeah. I mean, Kelton – the pre-IMS days. How about uh, Born Ready, Lance Stevenson? Oh, Born Ready. Born Ready. Days. I still, I still, like, just imagine how desperate was Gary at that point in the program that he would even consider going through that. Very, very I desperate. mean, that was what, like 2008, maybe 2000, like before Grievous teams really, really got good. Like, yeah, that was a weird one. Man, I, now, I I'm excited about this one. now. I want to. Yeah, I got an even older one to consider, Jeff. Yeah, who's that? The last, the last year, well, of Gary on probation, he had Lawrence Moten and Danielle Marshall committed to Maryland, and the administration told him no, he couldn't have them, and so they went to Lawrence Moten went to Syracuse, Danielle Marshall went to UConn, and they both ended. That's an excellent pull. That's a good one too. Do we uh, get do we get to do we get to claim Moses Malone in this? Oh like, yeah, do we get? I, uh, I think that counts too. He or was gonna go Moses to Malone? Yeah, Moses Malone or um uh uh not uh not O'Grady uh Jermaine O'Neal was who? Oh no, it was Kevin Garnett. Kevin, Kevin Garnett, Garnett was the one who said that he was. He's yeah, if he, he was gonna if he was gonna go to Maryland, if he was gonna go to college, he was gonna go to Maryland. And he loved Joe it. Smith, and he wanted to. Didn't he say he wanted to be like Joe Smith? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Oh man, I, that's a great concept, Jeff. You gotta you yeah. gotta run with oh, that now. That I've, there'll be posts for days on the message boards about. I got that. another Both older one. Yeah. I, I got another older one. Wasn't Norman Nolan down the Maryland and Duke, and that was like really contentious, and a lot of people was, thought he was going to go to Maryland. He ended up committing the Duke at the last minute, and his family wasn't it. His family. Uh, he went to Virginia. He went to Virginia. Oh, I'm thinking. Who am I thinking of that went to Duke? Nate then? James, I think. Nate James. Nate, Nate James. James. And it That's was Nate right. James's family that got in a fight with the students, the student section with the big brawl at that game. Nate James. Yeah, and then, was, hey, yeah. he basically did nothing at Duke. Now he's been a great assistant coach, obviously, but yeah, his career was very quiet. Yeah, but Nate James was another one that was. Yeah, Boozer was a Boozer was a Maryland Duke. I, I think I think Duke was always still kind of expected to get him, but um, Maryland so did come up short. The other day. I wrote about it the other day because this kid Darren Harris put out his top four with Maryland and Duke in it, and it seems like it'll probably come down to those two. 
And it's Willard's chance to end the drought because Maryland, I don't think, has beaten Duke for a player that they wanted since Danny Miller. So and that's 25 wow. years ago. Yeah, it's probably – I mean, they, they don't go head-to-head with a lot of them because Maryland's no, not shooting not that high. But, um, you know, that's an interesting one too because, you know, obviously he's a Paul the Sixth Nike takeover kid. But, you know, obviously uh, DHS is a teammate. You know, he seems like uh, Lamoth and Kaiser all know him personally or played together. So, like – that could be an interesting one. That that might be like kind of a bellwether, right? Especially if he's a 24 kid who looks like he wants to commit relatively soon. That that might give you that. You know, I've, I've been a little less on the Willard is a super great recruiter bandwagon just because a lot of these guys we did have a couple ins on. Um, but this would be one, you know, Willard wins that battle and pulls off a Conte or a Diabate. It's like, okay, well, maybe this is – this is real. You know what I mean? For even the skeptics that might still be out there. Yeah, but the whole reason for the assistant coaches is because they have the contact. So that he, and he hired them. So well, I mean, the I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking about like, but I'm talking about like, not just getting you in the door. I mean, finishing, you know, a Kaiser, you know, with his parent, you know, his parents were, were Maryland, you know, you know, stuff like that. Like there've been, there've been a few, few wins that, that they've taken advantage of. And that's great. But, like, you know, you start pulling some kind of random guys that maybe you don't necessarily have built-in advantages on or you're going against a program like Duke or Kentucky or whoever, like, it makes you think, okay, well, this is, this is real. It's not just like a circumstances thing. And beside the normal sales pitch of, you know, we're rebuilding, we're going to play this style, whatever else, I think they got a great angle on telling Harris, look at Duke's commitment list. I mean, it's full. they've got five top 10 commitments in the next two classes combined. Five yeah. top 10 and four more that are in the top 30 in addition to them. So you go there and you're probably not going to play right away. you get recruited over. Yeah, and then if, even if you wait your turn the next year, there's going to be more one and dones. Yep. So that's a pretty strong – Well, and, 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 you, and they might not be able to offer him – a great deal because they're spending on all these, all, all these other kids. Right. I mean, how do they just have an in, unlimited amount of money? I don't know. Um, I don't know how that works. I mean, can you offer, can you offer like a, you know, 500 K to a kid that's going to warm your bench for a couple of years? Maybe. I, mean, I, I don't know, but maybe they can. We, and one person in the chat, I was going to get to this question anyway, but someone asked about Harris in the chat and they want to know your percent chance for Harris, Jeff. 60. 60. I feel like it's it's Maryland versus Duke most likely. And he's been at Maryland a lot. He keeps visiting. He loves it. His teammates going there. Maryland's got all this local momentum. And again, you go to Duke, you're not just another guy. You're just a guy who's ranked way lower than everybody else coming in. So, you know, better opportunity. So, I mean, I'm not saying that they're getting him, but I like, I think they got a good shot. We have some jokes in the chat as well, talking about the biggest recruiting sagas ever. Someone said Debbie Yao to NC State. Biggest <laughs> so recruiting, kind of, yeah. And then someone said Namath. Which that was helpful. He went, to, he went to Alabama. Did he really almost come to Maryland? That's possible. I don't know. Because back then, Maryland was very good. I remember well, hearing. In the early the 50s, they were. So I don't know. Well, you Maybe. remember, Larry. You watched it live. Yeah, yeah. I watched in the 70s, not yeah, right. in the 50s, though. 
<laughs> the black and white. Yeah, I've heard that story before, but that's you know. Namath almost went to Maryland. Maybe I don't yeah. know. I know he played at Alabama, but that was the story. This I remember a story being that that he he was really into Maryland, and I don't know. That might have been when um, when Jim Tatum moved on, or or maybe they they lost a coach, or I, I don't know. But it doesn't matter. It was forever ago. But when he he quarterbacked the Jets, I think it was sixty nine when the Jets beat the Colts in the Super Bowl. So he probably wasn't going to college in the early fifties when Maryland was a juggernaut. Nah, you're probably right. It would have been after that. Yeah. He probably was in the late fifties, early sixties is my guess is when he was getting recruited. Yeah. But I don't know. Someone can look those dates up or we could ourselves. Yeah. It's, it's not important. Dwayne Haskins was another saga too. There's another one. Oh, Dwayne Haskins. Oh, that still hurts a little bit, but that's all right. Extended saga. All right, <laughs> yeah. Haskins. Do you want yeah. to do you want to hear him say do given his IMS radio bumper? Not really. Probably not. <laughs> I'm gonna be a little distasteful for being honest. Okay. Yeah. He, I didn't he, want to hear it when he was alive. Um no, well, he was very enthusiastic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh was, no, he was enthusiastic when oh, he was super poly. He was just, one of those professional. You know, high school kids who talks like a pro. Yeah. Uh, you never know what might have happened, man. If Locks had if Locks had been hired and Haskins sticks to his commitment there, maybe things go differently for those rough Durkin years. I feel bad because he had the great year at Ohio State, but clearly wasn't as good as he looked, you know? And he gets to the NFL and there's all these expectations and he – he wasn't able to live up to him. Just he wasn't that good as he looked, you know, to where he got drafted based on the one year at Ohio State when you've got the best offensive linemen and the best receivers in the country and all of them have five yards of separation and you've got five seconds to throw, like, and then you get to the NFL and all that's gone. So I bet you a lot of that pressure and not living up to expectations contributed to his his downfall, which is really yeah, there's sad. a lot going on there. They said – you know, he was estranged from his dad. They hadn't talked to him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. His dad, that's had, his dad said publicly he had never met the wife. Like, there was some beef between the wife and the dad. And remember, the dad was like a, one of those real promotional football Marv Marinovich kind of dads in high school. And so. Okay. Yeah. That's All right. I, I, that's hey, just I, I was going to say, I want to go back to Harris just for a second. Um, okay. Just, just in that. If you're looking at, at the way that uh, uh, Willard is building these classes, Harris would be a perfect fit with the guys that they have already. He's really long. He's probably the best shooter in the area. And they don't have a ton of shooters right now. If you're looking kind of out the next couple of years, even with the guys committed. So, like, you know, that's certainly one. And it, it, I, I can't imagine it's anything but good news if it looks like he wants to narrow things down and commit relatively soon. Because, I mean, you're talking about a 24 kid. If by chance you can get him on board and have him all ready to go, that's a good thing to sell to Queen down the road if he decides that he wants to be a 24 still or not. And even so, just he looks like another kid that would fit really well in with the three kids that already committed. And if Duke wants him, he's probably better than that number 45. I think I misspoke earlier because yeah. he, he was number 60 before the last update. Uh, but if Duke wants him, he's probably better than that number 45. Yeah. Ranking, most likely. And we jumped off of this 
And but I did want to get your predictions for Purdue. You both said Jeff, you said sixty four percent. Paul, you said sixty five percent chance. So you're thinking like ten point win if things play mm-hmm. out the way. I think it's going to be fairly close. I would say uh, Maryland thirty four, Purdue thirty one. Okay. Uh, ah, boy. I, I mean, I just feel like Maryland's better than they are. I just, I just kind of keep. I, I just have that thing in the back of my head, being like, "Don't you know? Don't get, don't get yourself too excited because Maryland always kicks you in the nuts when that happens." Yeah. Um, but I feel like if Maryland just shows up and does what they've done the last five weeks, they're going to win fairly comfortably. I think they're better than they are. I just, I just think Purdue's better than the two and two of the record shows. Because they've they've had a weird situation with injuries and stuff, and I don't think it's going to be easy. But I don't think they're particularly good either. Yeah, they're just not a pushover. That's I, all. I do think Maryland's going to win too. I think, I think they're pretty excited and focused on this season. And it's the I, second week in a row at home too, which you know always helps. If it was at Purdue, yeah. I might noon uh, game for Purdue, yes. which is not. Noon game is tougher to get up for the road team, and yeah, and and you could you could still argue that Maryland's offense still hasn't quite put everything together yet. Like it hasn't totally clicked in a way that like you wonder if eventually one of these weeks they're just going to put sixty on somebody, and it's not you know it's not going to matter whether they show up or not. I don't know whether that I think there's as good a chance of that happening as there is that Maryland gets pantsed, um, you know. But I don't know. It, it just I'm trying to every time I I if you look at the available evidence and if it was if this team had any other jersey than Maryland's I would not think this is a game they should lose. Paul, are you it's, doing the tailgate? Yeah, we'll do the tailgate. It's an it's a noon start, and you know I'm not a hero anymore, so we're not going to be getting there too early. But uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be nine, there. Nine ten. Yeah, usually nine's usually a pretty comfortable number for a noon start, um, especially before it gets super cold and the, and the weather looks like it's gonna be pretty good. So I, I don't think anybody. I mean, look, if people complain about attendance and stuff, and then come up with a bunch of reasons not to go to games. Like this game is the game to go to. Take your kids. You know, they can miss a, one of their you know soccer games. They got a bunch more. Come down, watch the team play. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be good. And I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, they'll get um, low forties, I think, this week, right? Low forty thousands. You would think. I mean, it, they should get decent walk up too uh, for once, which we we haven't had a lot of luck with. But um, yeah, I mean, it, the weather's gonna be great. It's perfect fall weather, sixty and sunny. I mean, there's no excuses if you're into this team. If you're into football, just yeah. go down there and watch, man. I I think it's gonna be good. Michael Mayer did some research for us on Joe Namath. He copied from Wikipedia. Namath had many offers from Division I college football programs, but initially decided upon the University of Maryland. Was that Lee Corso? Was that Lee, Lee Corso at Maryland recruiting him? Seriously, or is Corso not that old? I don't know, but he gets he might have been he might have been there. It was in the 60s. It says he decided upon the University of Maryland after being heavily recruited by Maryland assistant coach Roland Aragoni. Hmm. He was rejected by Maryland because his college board scores were just below the school's requirements. So this might qualify for your list, Jeff. They could have had uh, Joe Namath. That qualifies for sure. Yeah, that's that's definitely on there. 
We're such a stupid school sometimes. <laughs> I mean, we just do the dumbest fucking shit. Yeah. And it oh, just drives goodness. me crazy, man. Like, you know, and like and the worst is when like you get the people who are like, well, we don't just produce football players. We produce student athletes. Shut Everybody up. Everybody does. Stop. Shut so up. Stupid. Everybody you know, does. Stanford. It. Yeah. It's yeah. dumb. It does. makes me so mad. Yeah. Everybody in the chat, we've got a decent chat room right now. Please do us a favor. Subscribe for us. We we need that. We need to build up our subscriber base. We're yes, liking this video, liking this video is good, but subscribing to the IMS radio page is better. And I promise yeah. it doesn't mean we're sending you emails. We're not like not spamming you. you. You're just helping. Jeff us. spams. Jeff spams. He says yeah. all kinds of shit, but you have to sign up for it to get it. Right. That's and that's not us. We didn't do that. If you subscribe just, here, you won't get it. You have to do that independently. If you go my spam is grade A spam though. It's it's <laughs> I got that I got it down to a science. It's the good stuff. Yeah. It's this is the part of the tour where Larry turns into uh who's the oh Pat Robertson starts asking for the like the subscription like a play. No, just that's for right. talk about it. Just you know. <laughs> I did think about maybe we could help try and push NIL in some way or if we wanted to do that. Um, yeah, yeah, I know those guys and you know, we've got some stuff going on the site with them, so I'm sure. We do accept, accept sponsors, so. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, the, uh, yeah. We'll have a marathon, not a marathon, a whatever-a-thon where we get donations. NIL-a-thon? NIL-a-thon, like old-school 80s style. We'll all be sitting there on, like, the corded phones. That's right. How about this? IMS Radio, love the kids. Yeah. Anybody who donates to NIL, you can either come on the show or we'll plug whatever you want to plug. How about that? We'll no, we can't do that. Any know. idiot can, can, can the people. Yeah, they can yeah. donate like a dollar and then be like, oh, I want to plug my. Okay, uh, what's the limit then? $100? We'll plug, uh, this video I like by Mia Khalifa. A <laughs> hundred dollars. That's, that's Larry. Larry <laughs> will do that. No, I did not want to. We were talking about this at the tailgate Saturday. I did not want to play Mia Khalifa's porn videos. I wanted to have her on the show. Yes, you wanted her opinion on like the 335 defense, which yes. nobody wants. Are you Mia kidding? Khalifa. Are you crazy? Not a she soul. Well, here's popular. the thing. Here's the thing. Back then it was audio only show. So I don't it think it was matter. You ever heard now of with the video with it being a video, all the dudes would definitely a lot but, of the dudes. Have you ever heard Howard Stern he did the same thing? And Mia Khalifa was super popular on the board at that time because of the Terrell Pigrome recruitment and she tweeted about it. And I got contacted her manager and got the approval. And all we had to do was pick the date and you guys said no. So there, everybody <laughs> listening, blame Paul, blame Jeff. I had Mia Khalifa scheduled for the show and they nixed it. Jerks. Somebody's got to hold some, some journalists. Waiting to happen. It was it the was most like, awkward interview waiting to happen. Oh, it would be yeah. so good. So oh, just, 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 just a look. Jeffrey Pooler look uh, not at all. Awkward. It would be so just, good. Just, uh, just imagine Larry's ideas for his like true or false for yes, Mila Khalifa. Um, like that would have that would have ended poorly. True or false? Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, that's I. Oh, so poorly. So good. So good. <laughs> that would have been the highest so, so rated show we ever did. Yeah, somebody's got to uphold some journalistic standards around here. Yeah, this guy, someone in the chat said you said no to Mia. This is unforgivable. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, man. All We're right. still right. 
Someone also, Michael Mayer researched for us again about Lee Corso. He was there in 62 as a QB coach, 59 to 65. Wait. And when was so Mayer? He was, he was an Mayer assistant from 59 to 65. I vaguely remember hearing a connection there, yeah. I think. Wow, Paul and Jeff, that's indicting. See, you guys, it would have been so, so good. Mm. Nah, I, f- I feel like it would have led to a lawsuit somehow. Right. It just <laughs> if no, there are no more questions in the chat room. I slack today. I didn't slack in my life, but for the radio show, I was unable to get a non-revenue report. Oh <laughs> no! Paul's Damn it! Uh, I saw one thing where the, the women's soccer team lost their fourth game in a row. That's all I remember. The Maryland's. I will say, I I actually did watch a little bit of Maryland's uh, uh, men's team yesterday against Rutgers, and they were down two nothing in the first half. Came back one three two, nice. and one of those was a golazo. So there we go. Um, they're uh, they they're playing well. They started. They didn't start so great, but. Uh, yeah. But they're doing all right. So I and I, yeah, I, I'm a soccer guy. So I'll, I'll, I'll respect soccer. Greggy Digital in the chat has got my back. He said Larry is a big idea guy. See, you guys think small. I think I big. I don't question that. Just you, it just <laughs> the downside. <laughs> the downsides were bigger, I think, than than. No, they weren't. It would have been really. the highest rated show we ever had. It would have been a Walt Williams beep. It would have been a a Norlander. It would have been that level extent. It would have been Durkin cussing me out because I asked a bad question, though. That way it would have been that, <laughs> that level be of most awkward, And that might be the most awkward moment in show history, actually. Yeah, nothing could be more that awkward was, than the Durkin thing. But it wasn't live, and so yeah. we were able to edit and cut down the tape, and so it was okay. But It would have been better if you just ran it. Or at least after he was fired, you should have ran it live. Maybe you should – if you still have the original, you should, like, post it now. Look just as like – <laughs> I look at this. I I didn't. I wasn't able to get the non-rev report, and we got someone saying, "I love the non-rev report." Someone else, hoops fan, said, "Don't judge me," but field hockey beat number three Iowa and number two Northwestern over the weekend. Are they? Is All that right. nationally or in the Big Ten? It's got to be nationally, right? I would assume nationally, right? Yeah. Got to be national. Yeah, they said the, the Mia the Mia interview would have paid for your kids to go to college, Jeff. That's a good comment by James McGraw there. I think it would have been better in theory. If she's yeah. not talking about the stuff that people are interested in her for, then it's going to be very she, boring. She liked Maryland, and she made comments about Maryland, and she was very popular on the board. She was that promoting time. herself. Been, That's all it was. And she would have been promoting herself on our show, too. Congratulations. Everybody who comes on the show does that. Congratulations, Sean Merriman. No, we're bo- we bother the crap out of everybody. <laughs> no, no uh, if, we're, if we're going back to awkward moments, remember Bruce Feldman? Hey, what's, Bruce, this is IMS Radio. What's IMS Radio? What's IMS Radio? <laughs> yeah. That was when Larry finally learned to stop saying this is IMS Radio. <sighs> like, like it's a living being and saying this is Larry from IMS Radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am IMS Radio. <laughs> Fear <right>. me. <laughs> All right. We, that was our non IRS. Don't forget IRS yeah. Radio. You're very young. Yeah, I, IRS Radio. Oh, yes. Uh, who said that? Jameer Young, and you're listening to Sean Harris. Harris. Jameer Young did. Oh, Jameer Young. Jameer Young. Okay. We're going to end the show with Maryland Rankum. I will give you a list of Maryland-related items, and you have to rank them based on some sort of criteria. We'll start with Jeff. Rank these basketball players 
in order of scoring average next year. In alphabetical order, Donald Carey, Hakeem Hart, Julian Reese, Dante Scott, Jameer Young. Dante Scott, Jameer Young, um, Hakeem Hart, and Donald Carey. Where's Reese? Oh, who did I add to your list? Was that all? Was there five of them? There's five. Yeah, Donald. Okay, Carey. so um, the five projected starters. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. So um, Scott Young, hmm, Reese or Hart? I'll go Reese Hart and then Carey. Okay, Paul. Rank these wide receivers in order of most likely to play in the NFL. In alphabetical order, Jacob Copeland, Dante Demas, Rakim Jarrett, just Sean Jones. Um, we've, we've discussed this a little bit um, with Rakim's uh, future, but I, I still think he's – I don't know he's going to be a star stud wide receiver. I think he's got a – certainly got a nice NFL career ahead of him. So he's number one. Um, Demas, I would have felt better about beforehand um, just because he has not looked himself. Um, and whereas someone like Jayshon Jones has looked fantastic, and if he can just you know not get a personal foul penalty every other play, um, I kind of wonder whether he might sneak in there and be pretty good. So I would, I would say Jarrett, Jones, I don't know. Now, Jarrett, Jarrett Demas – Jones, Copeland, and Copeland again is another guy who I think should be featured more in the offense than he is. Um, I don't know whether he's got the size of the the specs for it, but he's good too. So I don't know. They're all pretty close. I think Rack's the only one with a real guaranteed, you know, five seven year career at least. Okay, Jeff, rank these outcomes in order of your personal preference: basketball national title, football national title. You win $10 million in the lottery. We're going to find out where your priorities are right now. That's the easiest one ever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> 10, come million, on. $10 million basketball and then football. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a no-brainer right there. Yeah. What if I said, well, $1 million, you'd still say that. Mm-hmm. What if I said 100000 that's when it starts getting a little closer. Because it, you get – if the teams do well, then you get rewarded. Right. I say, you, then you can start doing the math a little bit yeah. with the business. Right. and the, That's you know. where it starts to get a little tougher. We're getting to the numbers. All right. Rank $100,000. You, you don't want basketball over football. But then where, where does the 100000 come in? I might go basketball, then hundred k and then football. Definitely football Football first? Yeah. Paul, you're football first too, right? I would enjoy a football national title for the rest of my life in a way that I don't think anybody else would. You know, even I mean, yeah, though it's, more, it's much more unlike much more of an accomplishment. It'd be it'd be it'd be a dream season that was talked about forever, most likely. So yeah. But you know, I'm not Jeff. I'm not running a business here. Okay. We we got more Joe Namath stuff. I'm I'm gonna read All it. Right. This is the Joe Namath. Show. All right. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Namath was at Alabama from '62 to '66, but he injured his knee in '66 and was out most of his senior year. But Sonny Werblin took a chance on Joe with the Jets and signed him to a four hundred thousand dollar contract at the time. Serious buckos. Okay, there we go. Now you wow. know about Joe Namath. I've learned more about Joe Namath than I never needed. All to right. Know. 
Since we talked about Dante Scott and Dante Demas, I, I thought I'd give you this one, Paul. Rank these ways to spell Dante. D-O-N-T-A, D-O-N-T-A-E, D-O-N-T-A-Y, D-O-N-T-E. Wait, so you're not even going with the Dante Alighieri, D-A-N-T-E? We're just and skipping I that? Said, I think you said D-O-N-T-A-E twice. Yeah. No. no. D-O-N-T-A, like Dante Scott. D-O-N-T-A-E, which is common. There's been a few athletes with that name. Right. D-O-N-T-A-Y, like Dante Demas. And D-O-N-T-E, which I think is the most common oh. way, right? No, D-A-N-T-E. All right, well then. Skip the, the D-O-N-T-E, do D-A-N-T-E. You're right about that. Okay, there you go. There's the four. Look, you got you to gotta respect down. you gotta respect the man from Florence, dude. He did it first. So that's D-A-N-T-E is number one. Okay. Um, and the other ones, I, I don't care. <laughs> Just don't care. <laughs> I'm you sorry. Not- I think I'll go D-O-N-T-A-Y first because as a writer and just whatever, the D-O-N-T-A – not being, you know, you prefer the phonetic spelling. Phonetically, right? Dante, <laughs> he's not the first. I'm not criticizing his name, but just phonetically as a word person. We don't we don't want the spelling to be any tougher than it already is, you know. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Rank these potential IMS radio guests who've never been on the show in order of most likely to one day appear on the show. Mia okay. Khalifa, Mia Khalifa, or Mia Khalifa. Juan Dixon. Boomer Esiason, Damon Evans, Gravis Vasquez, Kevin Willard. Most likely to be on the show? Yeah. Willard, or who I'd want the most? Most likely. I would say Willard's got to be number one. Gravis, I don't know how we haven't gotten him. That feels inevitable. I've tried. Uh, I, I've tried to contact him in many different ways and get him. Got a response. So. We could definitely get him. Um, Dixon, or Try. most likely, no. So Damon Evans, well, we can get him definitely. Who are the other two? Juan and who? Boomer. Who I've tried for both of those guys too. But. Juan and then Boomer, because I don't even know if I want to have Boomer on the show. To be honest, <laughs> come on, man, he's what he's like the I can most iconic football player ever. What? He's a little bit of a blowhard, if we're being honest. He's a terp. He is. And he's one of the he's... greatest terps ever. Like, how can you not? He mm. sucks a little. But he's kind of a boomer, like his name kind yeah. of fits. All right, well, I want him on the show. Well, you can have him on your other Maryland show. <laughs> that reminded me of, <laughs> reminded me of like, I don't know why that just reminded me of there's an episode of The Office when it's in season two-ish, I think. Todd Packer dumps this massive pile of shit in, in Michael's office. Do you remember that episode? And they had to replace the carpet and everything. And Michael's just, he can't handle it. He's like trying to figure out who did it. And he's like, this is a hate crime. And, and, and Stanley goes, that's not a hate crime. And Michael goes, well, I hated it. That's <laughs> like, so what I was just like, well, I want him on the show. <laughs> Half the time I'm writing, I have The Office on in the background. I love like, The I'm, Office, man. Yeah. It's so good. Okay, last one. Paul, rank these female athletes in order of hotness. Skylar Diggins, Natalie Golbus, Lolo Jones, Alex Morgan, Allison Stokey. I know like one and a half of those people. Skylar Diggins is... And you're going to get me in trouble? 
on top of everything else. How am I getting else? you in trouble? <laughs> I try to get different sports. So Skylar Diggins, very attractive WNBA player. Natalie Golbus, very attractive golfer. Lolo Jones, track and field. Alex Morgan, soccer. Allison Stokey is the – she's the one who was doing the javelin and it got – She's probably the go. <laughs> she's oh, probably boy. the go. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I'm. I'm letting you down, Larry. But I. I don't know enough about. Them. <laughs> I'm not like googling pictures of these people. That's gonna like. That's gonna even lead to well, a worse place. I know you know one of them. She must be your number one then. I like. I like. I, I remember. I remember uh, the stocky pole vaulter chick. She was. She was very nice. Um, and I like Alex Morgan. I love Alex Morgan. Um, but yeah, who is, I don't. Who is Golbis? Is it golfer? Yeah, she's. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta ask Wheels about this stuff. I don't know. I don't know how that. She's no. That's not. She's no Ludovica, right? <laughs> I don't even really remember what they look like. I just remember it was amazing <laughs> that the women's golf team had two women named Ludovica on the team. Two <laughs> Ludovicas. Incredible. <laughs> Multiple Ludovicas. Incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, that All didn't right. go well. I suck, and that's my bad. But uh, I, you know, I just remembered. I was remembering when we did. Uh, Rate the '90s teen sitcom stars. Now that's now that's my wheelhouse right, right. there. It that's different. Like the the there were five, and it was like Kelly Kapowski, yeah. Topanga, Topanga, Christina Applegate, um, Tatiana Ali, mm-hmm. and yeah, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah, that was my number one. <laughs> she yeah. was yeah. She's she's the goat. There was a there was a there was a big Winnie Cooper like like mafia out there, but like they were wrong. I was that was just oh, that was more that was a sentimental thing because she was yeah. generally from the formative wonder years. Yeah, I like yeah. I and Topanga. That's that's one A and one B, I think, right? She Danica McKellar is her name, and she was on How I Met Your Mother multiple times. If anybody watched that show, also another great sitcom, very good. And she was on multiple times. She was the pineapple girl. So there you go. <laughs> See, you learn things every day on this sports program. There you go. <laughs> all right. That's all I got for everybody oh, today. Let's not suck on Saturday, people. Let's keep it happy. Just one time, right? What's the attendance? Five and one be? would be pretty five and one would be a pretty wild couple numbers to look at. Awesome. <laughs> All good things considered, the past. It's been a can, while. Can, can they get the forty-five k on Saturday? It's looking like forty-ish right now. Can it's they- probably possible. Uh, the weather's cooperating for the most part. Buzz, um, buzz is the, starting to build a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you could. It might get there. We did get know. another. We did get another vote for Alex Morgan in the chat. By the way, good no. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Please give us a like. Please subscribe to the channel. We're trying to build that up. That would be much appreciated. Thank you very much. We'll see you guys next week. This is IMS Radio.